This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 28. I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. Hey, and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture Goodfellas one prejudice minute at a time. I'm Ron Richards, and I'm here with Josh Flanagan. I can't, I can't believe that. <laughs> and Connor Kilpatrick. How you doing? In this day and age. 
in this day and age. So we'll get to that. Minute twenty-eight uh, starts as uh, Henry and Tommy are doing some decorating around the the, the bamboo lounge, <laughs> and, uh, and and it ends with Henry yelling at Tommy because he knew it. So uh, that said, uh, this picks up after uh, the bamboo lounge now has been chewed up and spit out by the by the crew. And so, uh, what else is there left to do after you've run after you've run up the debt of the joint? You've you've borrowed all the, every dollar you can from the bank. What's left to do, Josh? Burn it down. <laughs> what was that? What was that? I said, burn it down. <laughs> I feel like even a rudimentary investigation into the bamboo lounge fire would re- reveal all of this debt. All of this, I mean, seems very suspicious. Yeah, but then the only person res- responsible is Sonny. Right, He's the exactly. only person liable. Does that so mean Sonny goes right to prison? Sonny's going to kill him. No, then Sonny gets murdered because they don't want him to turn on him. So there you go. let's talk more about the, le- the, the, about the paper trail here. All right. Wait. Just before we do that really quick, I just want to, you know what, let's do that first, then we'll... Yes, hang on. So so yesterday's minute, we saw Sonny signing papers talking about what a shame is. What were those papers he was signing? We talked about that yesterday, the, the dissolution of the, of the business process. So then why would they need to burn it down? Insurance. Right, but if the, if it's already been disillusioned or, or dis, you know dis, dis dissolved, 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 why why burn it? Like I feel he like he may still own the building. It, yeah, potentially because the business in the building is dissolved yeah. doesn't mean the building. Or were is. those papers the insurance, like signing off on the insurance were, and and no, benefactors that, and things like that, like saying no. that when it gets burned down, Paulie gets all the money or whoever you know, like that was him signing off on the things that he had for collateral that they were going to collect because of the debts that he had incurred. Yeah. And then the last bit that they could get out of it was for the for the insurance. The insurance, yeah. You know, you might be right though. He might have been signing it over. I think he owned the building, and they just the building's insured. Yeah. And, and the it, other and thing was. And was he signing it over to them? That's my, you know, like he, you know, so. Well, otherwise it wouldn't benefit them to, bur- them to burn it down. Right. Exactly. What's the point of burning it down? Yeah. Unless they just took it from him because he still owes them. Because yeah, I don't care if the restaurant's broke or burned down. Yeah. Fuck you, pay me. Yep. They did mention fire before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, here's my favorite thing at the beginning of this. Uh, is one of my favorite words, sterno. Yes. Love sterno. I don't know <laughs> what it is. I don't, it doesn't exist anywhere in the world except under steel trays. Can I tell you? Can but, I tell you? Let me tell you a little story about Sterno. Growing up, growing okay. up, growing oh, up, on, boy. growing up. On, no, no, growing up on. on all right, so uh, we're gonna, we're gonna do a little do drink a little, your Sterno. <laughs> uh, so for years uh, through the sixties and seventies and early eighties, and I was only exposed to it in the late seventies and early eighties. Uh, my mother's family always uh, spent New Year's Eve together, and it was always at I believe it was at my mother's aunt Millie's place in Brooklyn, and. Um. My only memory of this party, of this New Year's Eve party, was being probably probably around Josh, probably around your son's age, um, five or six or so. So you're you're as tall as the table. And by the way, when we're talking about the mythological mafia, let's not bring my son up. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about the mafia. I'm talking about a legitimate family memory here. Uh, but there were there would be trays of baked ziti and lasagna and everything, and they'd be in the in those. Um, Steamer temp- trays, t- yeah, in the in those metal trays on t- and sitting above the cans of Sterno, keeping them hot. Yeah. And at eye level, all I could see was the blue flame of the Sterno and the bottom portion of the metal tray. Before my mother handed me a plate of ziti and said, "Go, go with the rest of the kids in the basement and eat my ziti." So uh, that's my memory of Sterno. So seeing this, that that's I have nice. fond memories of, of New Year's Eve and Aunt Millie's. 
So. I want to touch Sterno. I know I can't because it's a flame. Yeah. Well, it's, it looks, you could open it up. It's made of jellied alcohol. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. It's denatured and jellied alcohol. Was this your fun fact or did you just No, know I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to be really impressed with your... I was like, wow, I didn't know that he had encyclopedic knowledge of I just restaurant quality combustibles. Well, I know that if you're going to have to burn something down, Sterno's mm-hmm. the way to go. Yeah, it's a good call. Is it? I wonder if it's uh, as traceable as, say, gasoline. But well, it was, it, probably, it was, it was probably on hand. It was in. on hand at the restaurant, right? Yeah. Also, the traces of it would then be explainable, right? Although I do have to share, Josh, as I look, as I watch them uh, dipping toilet paper wads in the Sterno and then placing them in the bamboo around the restaurant. I really feel as any sort of arson investigation would find that it was <laughs> this was the Sterno everywhere. My note is that it it seems to be quite a combustible restaurant. Right. Yeah. Although, very, although I mean, the toilet paper probably burns up pretty quickly. Yes. Very I mean, quick. yeah. May, maybe this is. I mean, listen. Let's give them credit. These people know what they're doing. <laughs> it's littered, but it's littered with that that paper. What's that like the the strokes? Oh grass yeah, no, everything yeah. everything in that place is is gonna it's burn. A, it's a lot of kindling at the very least. Yeah, to get it to get it going real good. It's a fire hazard. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's important to note also, I guess, going back to my question about what paper Sonny was signing, that Henry and Tommy are wearing the same clothes they were in the paper signing. So this could be that evening. Oh yeah, they got to move yeah. quick. Yeah, yeah. That's I agree. You know, that makes sense. And that's a good, it's a good observation. I think yeah. that's probably true. Yeah. Henry, so the Henry is we- Henry is wearing a brown jacket that I am not fond of. Just to be, just to. Well, you don't oh. like brown. It's got well, it's got it's like it's got weird like leather. It's got the leather elbow patches. Like is an English teacher or something. He teaches. He teaches a class at Long Island Community College. Yeah, yeah. Or at Five Towns College, which we'll get to later on in this episode. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's just not not a good look. Anyway. So, Ron, why don't you tell the people what they're ta- what Tommy and Henry are talking about in the car as they wait for the bamboo lounge to burn? Well, even before what they're talking about, why are they? Why this is one thing I always never understood. Why are they? Why are they sitting at the scene of the crime, they're watching, making it? sure it happens? If it doesn't happen, somebody opens the door tomorrow and finds Sterno everywhere. All right, so they're verifying that the place is going. Yes, Connor is Connor is on point tonight. He really yeah. is. Yeah, all right. I gotta say. Yeah. That's pretty good. So, so, so as they're waiting, uh, Tommy is is uh, kind of complaining about some of his dating woes to Henry as he's uh, he's trying to he's trying to bang this Jew broad from the Five Towns, and uh, she's and these are all his quotes. These are not my words. And uh, turns out she's prejudiced against Italian boys and won't go out with him alone. And so Tommy's trying to convince Henry to go on a double date. Uh, and Henry's this is not the forty-seven-year-old man Henry's who looks happy. every bit of it in this scene. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but so, he continues to be hilarious. The line that Ron quoted earlier is fantastically delivered. It really is. Yeah. It, it really, oh, yeah, really is. Um, and so, to give a little more background for the, for anyone who's not born and raised in the New York metro area, uh, the Five Towns is an uh, is an area on Long Island in Southwest Nassau County that is uh, actually a grouping of villages and hamlets. Um, and Connor, here's a little fun fact for you. None of them are actually quote unquote towns. I did know that. And yeah. I know there's a lot more than five of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're all kind of, <laughs> they're all villages and hamlets that are in the group in, in technically in the, in the political body of the town of Hempstead. Uh, and most commonly known, the five towns are, are, uh, there's some variation as Connor mentioned, but more often than not, it's, it's either, uh, the villages of Inwood, Lawrence, Cedarhurst, Woodmere, and Hewlett. Um, and Hewlett is actually broken up into different forms and things like that. Uh, but they're all in Southwest Na- Nassau County. And, um, this, pr- and this practice of 
Italian boys in Brooklyn and Queens going over to Nassau County to meet nice girls is not is quite accurate. In fact, that's how my parents met. My dad was a Queens boy, and he they went over to, to Nassau to go to some dance at a church in Franklin Square, and that's where they met. He forced so, his friend wait, to go? You're half Jewish? Actually, actually, he did. No, no, they were Italian. Actually, it's very funny that my godparents are both my are a married couple who the my godfather is my dad's best friend, and my godmother is my mother's best friend, and they all met at the same thing, and they all married each other. Was any of them named Marie? Uh, no. So, oh God! I wanted you to say yes. Yeah. So <laughs> but, I, I know at one point, like I had known Ron for a long time, and one day I was like, "What? What is the Five Towns?" Really? Did <laughs> you not know? Did you? No, I, I grew up in Maine. Yeah, that's true. Um, funny. Another little fun fact about Five Towns is that there was plans for a college uh, to be in, in the in the village of Lawrence, uh, and it was thusly named Five Towns College. And um, by the time the school actually got its charter in 1972, the the real estate, the the space where they were going to build a college was no longer available. So they built the college in Dix Hills out in Suffolk County, actually by where I grew up. And so um, even though the, the, the college was never actually in the Five Towns, it is still to this day called Five Towns College. And that's where I took driver's ed. So Well, all right then. <laughs> One of the um, things that I, I liked about this is that Tommy got mad at Henry for not paying attention while they were doing the arson. Tommy gets mad at Henry for a lot of things in this scene, by the way. Like, so not only does he get, well, well, I'm sorry. So Tommy gets upset at Henry for not doing things for him. And there's a lot of Italian guilt in this scene. Sure, <laughs> and, and, and in the next very minute, authentic, and in the next minute as well too. Yeah. <laughs> well, you find out why he gets so mad the next minute. But yeah, he, yeah, exactly. There's, a, there's pretty good reason. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Are we at the point where somebody gets called a fucking prick or some kind of prick where we can drink on that? <laughs> you fucking because prick you. I, you fucking prick you. I mean, you're a stuttering prick. You're a fucking prick. There's a lot of pricks. Yeah. Um, uh, well, and this, and actually, and, and, and I'm wrong here. He doesn't, the guilt doesn't come in until tomorrow's yeah, episode, until yeah, the yeah. next minute. This minute is explaining the, the, the situation. The, the situation. She's, got a, she's got a pretty friend. And how shocking is it that she's prejudiced against Italians? Well, my note on this is literally the indignation of a prejudice, of, of prejudice against Italians from these prejudiced guys is delicious. <laughs> well, let's, let's give, let's defend Henry here. Henry never Listen says anything uh, disparaging. <laughs> a lot of this is Tommy. Well, all right. he's, not, he's not an ally. <laughs> it's just it's, again, it's funny that how culture changes, right? So yeah. the 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 Irish are discriminated against, and then they establish themselves, and the Italians come and they're discriminated against. They establish themselves, and now it's the Jews' turn. And yep. it's not out of living memory at this point that no. they would have actually known people like having been discriminated against, right? Well, forty-seven also, Joe Pesci would know, not whatever old he's yeah, supposed full, to be, but. <laughs> When Tommy was a young lad, it was the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and the prejudice that was a real thing, and it's completely gone now. Yeah, and the prejudice against yeah. Italians was it was is a real it was a real thing at the time too. I mean, give, you had Long Island was so at this even at this time in the sixties, it was so much Jewish, Italian, uh, Irish segregated neighborhoods. Well, it still is today. It's all changed yeah. now. Well, Nothing has changed, Rod. <laughs> it is exactly the same. <laughs> well, maybe you get some other people. At this time. <laughs> it's like the most segregated community in America. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. but um. They're hanging on. <laughs> if I can prick you. Uh, well. <laughs> can you believe that, too, in this day and age? 
It's Italian. It's Italian. It's no less. Um, all right. I've lost my thread. So I'll just yeah. tell you that the fuck count for this episode is four. Again, four yesterday, four Monday. Yep. Exactly. Very flat. But right. the, the graph's going to change tomorrow. I can't um, wait. Fun fact. Well, my fun fact is boring until I find out about Stern. No, fun fact is that many famous people came from the Five Towns area. The most famous person that I decided was Harvey Milk. Yeah, Har- San Francisco. Yeah. Oh. But you want to know a Sterno fun fact that I found while I was reading this entry about Sterno while you guys were talking? Sure. Hobos in the 50s used to drink the liquid in it to get drunk. Oh, wow. It's like Kitty, called, Duc- Kitty Dukakis. They call it squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, cook, they'd cook out the fuel and they drink the leftovers. All right. Huh. Well, then. Sometimes well, hobos, hobos are going to come up again this week. And in 1982, in Rocky Three. Paulie is admonishing some homeless men outside, and he calls them sterno bums. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> is that under the section of sterno in the media? No. <laughs> Popular culture. Uh, sterno bums. Sterno bums. All right. Anything else for minute twenty-eight? Prejudice against sterno bums. Can you believe that? <laughs> and renew it. <laughs> All right, so tune in uh, for tomorrow for minute number 29 when Tommy really lays in the guilt. Until then, make sure you follow us over there on Twitter at GoodfellasMin and on Instagram and Facebook at GoodfellasMinute. And you can find all of our past episodes and links to download and subscribe and everything at GoodfellasMinute.com. And if you enjoy listening to this show, go to GoodfellasMinute.com support where you can find a link over to our Patreon at Patreon.com GFM where you can choose to support the show on a monthly basis. And we thank everybody who has. Um, or you can shop via Amazon and help us out in the process. If you've got any questions or any comments about the clever use of Sterno, you can email us at contact at goodfellasminute.com. And until tomorrow, I'm Ron. I'm Connor. I'm Josh. Or will I go from rags to return? My fate is up.